0: Welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, where today we will be interviewing Most Worshipful Brother Arthur Smith, Grand Master of the Most Worshipful Grand Lodge of Ancient Free and Accepted Masons of British Columbia and Yukon. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all. Welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our thoughts and opinions are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions via our website at theworkingtoolspodcast.com. Today on the Working Tools Podcast, we have our usual group of hosts. We have uh, very worshipful brother David Colbeth from King Solomon Lodge number 60 in Auburn, Washington. Worshipful brother Jared uh, Dunham from Pendicton number 147 in Pendicton, British Columbia. Worship brother Stephen Chung from uh, Prince Charles number 153 in Kelowna, BC. And I'm Matt Apple and I'm a member of Mill Creek number 243 uh, here in Montlake Terrace, Washington. And we are very pleased to have with us today our most worshipful brother Arthur Smith, who's the most worshipful grandmaster of the most worshipful grand lodge preen accepted mason ancient Korean accepted masons of british columbia and yukon and so welcome most worshipful Server. we're glad to have you here thank, thank you. you it's got to um, be here. so we usually uh, start these these interviews with a uh, just a few questions about about your personal background so how did you how did you come to be a mason how did you what got you started in this coming down this track um i I stopped drinking.
1: I know that this sounds crazy, but I stopped drinking thirty, going on 33 years ago. And I, um, I, ha- I had a friend who I had lost contact with over a period of time. And I didn't know at the time, but he was uh, a Freemason. And out of the blue, he invited me to a barbecue at his place, and I've known this. This uh, he's younger than me. I'd known him since he was 21, and I knew him as a you know a young electrician and what have you. And at this particular time, he'd since moved to Nanaimo and he had two children, and we lost touch for a few years. Sorry, he had one child. And we lost touch for a few years. And he invited me to a pig roast. And I went to the pig roast. I seen him. And I seen him talking to a group of men in one corner of the the barbecue. I thought it's a bit strange. And then he came over and he was talking to me, and I was talking to him. And then the connection started again. We became. Connected up again. And at that time, I owned a piece of property in the New Spain. I hope I'm not boring you to tears with this, Amma. It's not too long, is it? That's where we got you. (laughs) I just started asking. I don't don't want to see this happening. Right. So (laughs) uh, we visited quite a bit after that. But I noticed a change in him as a man. Okay. And if you can imagine, I was I was looking for something different in my life, completely different. But I noticed a change in him, and when I say a change, I mean for the good. I mean it's like he'd overnight he had become a man, but uh, uh, as we say, a just and upright man. And I said, Rob, I can't. We sat on my. Uh, but, and I said I I can't put my finger on it I I just can't but you've changed I know you've you've you know you've got William his, his son I said but you've changed there's something changed in your life that has made you different and I said not in a bad way in a good way and these are the exact words that he said to me don't laugh at me but I've become a Freemason okay? I said, I won't laugh at you. I said, and if that's what it has done for you, I would love the same to be done for me. So, you know, so where do I sign up? And that was the start of my masonic journey. I joined Ashler Lodge, of which he became the master of the lodge, right? I And I just, I've never looked back from the day they took the blindfold off, as in my EA degree, to today. It has been the same every day. My enthusiasm for Freemasonry has never changed. Never, ever changed. I love it, like everything else are. It's just a natural thing. Um, and at Grand Lodge, I, when I was installed and I gave my address, um, I don't write anything down. So I don't know whether you got... I don't write speeches. I don't write... When I talk, I just talk and as it is. And I asked a young guy the night before. We were stood on a, a balcony on the hotel. And he, he... he I said, you know, the same thing as... What, how are you join your Freemason? And, you know... He couldn't have put it any better. He said, it becomes a way of life. And he's right. Absolutely right. It does become a way of life. I mean, look, i sat here now. I see what Steve, I'm sorry, I don't know uh, you three brethren that well, but I see Steve. I see Steve is just the same today as the day that I met him in Prince Charles Lodge a few years ago. He's still as enthusiastic and still loves doing what he does and I guess it's the same with you guys it's it's it, it it gets in your blood so to say so that is where I started where I am I uh, I moved to the mainland I affiliated with uh, the Wolf Lodge I uh, went right through the chairs I'd already been through some chairs in, in Ashlar. I moved through the chairs, became Worshipful Master, and I had to sit two years in the Master's chair because the Senior Warden took really ill. In, a, in actual fact, he passed uh, before he could be installed. So I did two years, of which I have no regret. Uh, I finished that. I, they asked me to be the Master of Tuscan Lodge, and it is no longer with, it no here. They ended in their charter. Uh, and I, I've got to make this excuse here. It was no fault of mine, okay? It wasn't because I was the master that they ended in the charter. Um, uh, I've been a, a master for – I was there for two years, and I was a master for Vimy Lodge, which is a Canadian working lodge, for a year and a half. So I've had my share of masterships. Then I became a district deputy, and then on uh, I thought I had more to offer, so I entered into the thing of becoming a junior grand warden, through, as they say, through my hat in the ring, and
0: the rest is history. Here I am today. That's terrific. When I I missed it. When did you say you you had actually joined the lodge? Was that? Oh, sorry, nineteen
1: ninety. 1990...
0: Five, I do believe. That's great. There's a, there's uh, a little sim- similarity with our immediate past grandmaster because he was invited to barbecues as well. uh Ed most especially Ed Woods. Ed Woods, yeah, he was at yeah. a barbecue, and a couple. Of, it was a couple of times he had visited the barbecues, and he wasn't getting the <laughs> wasn't getting the signal. And finally, you know, they kept at, kept inviting him, but at least you noticed something
1: different. That was great. Yeah, it was. I. I, I and that's the honest truth. I mean, I can you could get Rob on air one night if you want and ask him how we, we came together. But he helped me through my you know, with my memory work, my you know yeah, it was it was great. It, I I had a great time, still do have a great time. I love visiting the brethren, I love meeting people. Uh I guess that's you know, why I made it. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to change Freemasonry forever, but I'd like to think that I could make a dent in it in, uh, in this year, you know, with the things that I would like to accomplish. Uh, it's not, like I say, we'll never change Freemasonry, uh, the principles and landmarks, the ritual, but we can uh, think, uh, bring us together. I think we, uh, we forget about a few things. I, well, I don't, I don't know whether that's enough of uh, me talking about myself. Or, cause I don't like doing it. I really uh, don't. do not well, like talking about myself.
2: You know, one, one of the things that, uh, that you've had the rare opportunity to do is to be the Worshipful Master for two consecutive terms. Um, you know, it's, it's, there's several worshipful masters, wish they had that opportunity to, to do the second term, because, you know, just as they're getting the hang of it, poof, it's over. And then they're out of the chair and, you know, to do a second year as master, there's there's a, a lot of um, worshipful masters I've spoken to that have said, you know, I I wish I had gotten to do a second year because by the time I had done the first year, I think I was actually prepared properly to do my year. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and then it's poof over, right?
1: Yeah, you are absolutely right, Steve. Absolutely right. You, I, the, the first year I was master, you're trying to get everything right, just right, just perfect. Uh, get it, make sure you know you're crossing the t's and dotting all the i's. And in the second year, I was amazed how much more relaxed, uh, and and that, uh relaxation, uh, it passes to the lodge. It, whatever you do in the East, this is my philosophy. You know, enthusiasm starts in the East. If if you're an enthusiastic master, that permeates through the lodge like you wouldn't believe. You know, okay, what are we doing this week? What are we doing? But, you know, we've got education. We have this, we have that. And that enthusiasm, I think, lifts the brethren. and. I really enjoyed my time as as Master, and that's what I intend to do uh, as the Grand Master of BC and Yukon.
0: That's great, yeah i i've I've said more than once that i i I can see both sides of an argument for um and I, I don't want to use the word advertising, but you know us getting more out there in the community and and being more public. And the um, if we just go out there and we're good men and true, that people will sort of gravitate to us and say, "Hey, you know what? Like you were just saying, what is it that that is different about this man? What happened? How can I emulate this?" And it's 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 definitely a powerful message when you when you hear that from someone someone such as yourself. In, in my address, in my uh,
1: my acceptance address. I uh, forget where it is. Oh, I, I just got it today because I didn't write it down. Somebody had to, Trevor had to listen to the recording and type it out as he was going because <laughs> he asked me for it. I said, I don't have a copy. I don't even know. I know what my intent of saying was, but, and you are, that was all part of it there, Matt. It was, um, I don't know whether i I don't know whether I'm stepping into the second segment here or whether no
0: just go wherever ahead wherever we are just go
1: ahead
0: yeah. yeah. we'll my,
1: my address was you know we 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 help uh every kind of charity that comes to us and you know we we're always there, but we are always there and my my message was Let's move forward to basics. In other words, let's look again at our obligations, our charges, uh, everything else, and let's help one another. We can't help people, you know, the outside world, if we can't help one another. We have to help one another to do that. And, you know, if we do that, and we bring respect, you know, and we teach our newer brethren how to be as Freemasons, I, I don't believe you need a, an advertisement. We are the best advertisement you would ever get. And my, my slogan is, uh, is it's Freemasons, Open Freemasons, but my slogan this year is act, talk, think, and feel like a Freemason. If you can do that, people will notice that you are different in a good way. It's very easy to get noticed in a bad way, but it's more difficult to get noticed in a good way. When people say, you know, he's a good man. And then somebody says, well, you know, he's a Freemason. I think we are our best advertisement ourselves. And if we we do those things, like we, we say that we should do, but if we start to remember that that's what we should be doing, I don't think we can go wrong. This this thing of ours, that I say it's ours, and it is ours, it'll go on for centuries to come. All right, we may have highs and lows, but it'll go on for centuries to come. I think we're going to see a different face of masonry. I don't think uh, the freestanding lodge stands a chance now in these towns and cities because the the tax they're getting taxed out of I' a member of a lodge here in Portland and they're getting taxed out of that lodge like you won't believe I mean I can remember I sat on the uh, the uh, temple Society and I can remember the taxes being four thousand dollars they're now thirty four thousand dollars it's it's it's, it's, it's like tax taxing us out of our own buildings. So we've got to do something to combat, combat that. And I think we as Grand Lodge, I've got to, you know, give them the pointers of what they can do and what they can't do. Maybe two or three lodges get together, build a big new Masonic Centre. Uh, one piece of land, three lodges take ownership in it. You know, let's put it together. I mean, I look down here. This this new Westminster prime example. The best example of all is Kamloops Lodge. Kamloops Number Ten. I mean, they have a when they took that undertook that uh, that building it thirty odd years ago. I think it was. Uh, everybody was going, "Oh, will this work?" Well, look at it now. It's a. Uh, now the city want to buy it off them. They've already got another piece of property and they're building a new center. So there we go. It can be done.
0: So David and I had the opportunity um, to go to grand Masonic day and, and we uh, spoke briefly then, but the, the facility that was in was just fabulous. And, uh, and I, from what I understand, I, I haven't been to the Kamloops Centre, but thats is that a similar arrangement where there's well, uh, it, residential proper, residential housing above? It's and
1: residential uh, housing up above,
0: and it's uh, the, the lodge and
1: uh, banquet room down below. But it, it's, like I say, it was a bit, big undertaking when it was <clears> first done. It's like the one downtown on 7th, well, it's on 7th, it used to be uh, 8th and Granville, but it's 7th and Granville because that's where the main entrance is, but uh, yeah, beautiful building, but on exactly the same principle as Kamloops. It's all rental, and in, uh, I forget how many years projected, there'll be X amount of millions going into that building. So it, it's, it, do you know, we we are one of the only, uh, well, I would say that we are the only fraternity in the world that could 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 put something together like that. Because we all know what we're there for. We're not there to make money off another mason. We're there to make sure that masonry continues long after well I've gone, I'm older than you guys, but I've gone. So yeah, I uh, I would like to think that would leave something for uh, the new Mason, the you know the EA or whoever. And I think we have to listen to young masons as well. That's another part of my thing.
2: Well, and this uh, this summer, you've been busy getting around. It's not been a, um, <clears throat> I think you've been hair straight back, as they say, since installation. Even though it's summertime, I think you've got a pretty full schedule on your plate, don't you? Yes,
1: that, by the way, that wasn't beer. That was the uh, alkalized beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh corona and I'm, it's what I've had to change my little office around here, so I'm still in a bit of an uproar. Yes, I Steve, I uh I have been to the weekend after Grand Lodge, I was in Courtney on the island. Uh, last weekend I was in Sandon. Um, don't know whether you know where Sandon is, it's an old well, they call it a ghost town, but it's an old mining town in the West Coonies. Uh, fascinating. Fascinating to me. Um, and it's a, it's got its own power station. It sells the power to the hydro here, puts it on the grid. But it just moves constantly, and it's, yeah, it was well worth the trip. But like I say, I love meeting. The brethren that possibly couldn't get down to Grand Lodge, I think that's part of my job. I really do. I think this jurisdiction comes first.
2: That's awesome. And so you've obviously had a busy get uh, start to your uh, to your year. Um, you know, you got another month of summer left. Are you are you busy traveling or making plans for the next uh,
1: weekend? I go down to Granny Falls. Uh, the brethren from Washington and know where Granite Falls is. Uh, The weekend after I go to Barkerville, I don't want to see that die. I want to, because of COVID, we couldn't attend because of the uh, mining company buying up a lot of the accommodation. Uh, A lot of brethren, you know, had nowhere to stay. Well, this year I said... I don't care if I have to stay in Cornell, but we're not going to let that uh, church parade on a Sunday morning die. Did they?
2: Did they? Lot. Did they figure out another uh, solution for accommodations?
1: Yes, I'm stay, We staying in. Some of us are staying in uh, the Wells Hotel, um, where you have to back into the room and then put a beeper on to back out. It's a really big room, right? So you don't have enough room to change your mind. The they, uh but well, a lot of brethren are camping. They've all got they've all doubled up on trailers and motorhomes and stuff like that. Some are staying in in uh, Quinnell, which is I think a forty-minute drive from uh, Barkerville, and they're going to come in that way. Uh, And as I say, I just don't want to see, because we have the presence of the Lodge there since 1869, I think it's only right that we should still have our presence, even if it's only that church parade. I know they meet there uh, during the uh, summer months and later on, but I think our presence should still be there so people know that there is still Freemasons that attend that Lodge. So the church parade is a good way of doing it.
2: Excellent, excellent. And so um, your, uh, um, I guess, first summer in the in the chair has been a busy one, uh, according to your schedule and your uh, plans for September, uh, hitting the ground running.
1: September, I have, I have this here. I'm, I'm advertising this this evening. It's called a Hive Festival. Okay, it's going to be held in Falkland. This is the first. I hope that there's another one uh, that will grow. It's the uh, first time uh, we have taken over a campground near in Falkland. Uh, at you'll love the name of this lake, Pillar Lake. What at is it? Pillar, Pillar. Lake. And uh, we have taken over the campground. We have the full campground, the boats, the pontoon boats, everything for the weekend, for the September long weekend. And the, the campground is sold out already. The cabins are sold out. So it should be a, a good weekend. And I'm looking forward to it because it's, it's for families. Right, it's for Masonic families, or uh, anybody uh, wants to come. You don't have to be a, you know, a district deputy to go. You can be an EA or a, uh, as you, the new word is a seeker, which I don't like, uh, but a candidate for Freemasonry. Um, if you wanted to go with, with a Freemason, you can do. You can come for the day. You can just hang out, and so there's going to be barbecues, music, uh, games. <laughs> Fishing uh, uh, oh. derby, yeah. I, looking I, forward to.
2: It. I did not get any information on about this. Uh, uh, I knew that you were doing something in the o- on the on the September long. You were you were going to be yeah. somewhere in the Okanagan. Yeah. Um. And but who's putting this this on?
1: It's Mount Elfin Stone Lodge.
2: Okay. Yeah. We,
1: Sunshine
2: I've, Coast. Never even heard about it yeah um th- that's that's too bad but i i can, we can attend daily yeah yeah okay
1: for sure there are some people I do believe they don't like camping and and what have you staying in uh, vernon
2: Wow,
1: okay uh, the, 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 going into hotels in vernon and and then just coming down by uh, i think there's a bus laid on a,
2: a, a um what do you call it a shuttle bus yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that would be good to know. Okay, I uh, will hmm. get more on information
1: in on go that. Up, uh, each weekend mm-hmm. in September, I just so happen to have my itinerary here, uh, Steve. I don't know whether you know that. But I have my itinerary here, and the next in in the sixteenth of September, that's the first to the fourth The sixteenth. I'm in. Uh, it's Prince Rupert District or uh, Kitsilas. 123 Terrace,
2: hmm.
1: the weekend after it's a consecration of installation of uh, North Shore Lodge number 93, a new lodge that has been combined of three lodges, right, what right. we were talking right. about before, yeah. and then it's North Vancouver Island District, Cumberland Lodge on the 30th, so I'm busy every weekend and yeah. some days through the week there.
2: Excellent. Because
1: I do know I have an installation to attend,
2: right? And I'll uh, we should make sure that we get the uh, Grandmaster's calendar um, for your year uh, and link and throw a link into our show posting um, so that people can see where you're going to be and what you got on sure. the show. Sure. Sure. As the guy who, who doesn't do that, I'll say, Yeah,
0: we'll definitely do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, have, we'll have David work on that. <laughs> well, um, we're our time here is is wrapping up. Uh is Grandmaster, would you mind hanging out for another another episode with us here? Another segment. Sure, like this?
1: Not a problem. Not a problem.
0: Great. Uh well, thank you. And uh, thank you for being here with us. we we really appreciate it. And I I'm this will air after the event but i'm i'm actually going to miss the granite falls uh third degree unfortunately next weekend but it's it is it always it's great i that's one of my favorite things actually the, the different yeah. grand lodges getting together yeah anyway with with that uh thank you grandmaster for for appearing on the show and uh on behalf of david and jared and steven and myself we thank you all for listening to the working tools podcast goodbye thank you